Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm here again tonight, as always, with Clint and Vance. Anyway, let's get into it. Tonight we're talking about Dying Light 2, the review roundup. So we're what we're going to do is we're going to go to the Metacritic website and we're going to read through some reviews and we're going to decide, is it worth our time? Do we Will it convince us to play this game? I have played Dying Light number one, so I'm familiar with the game. I don't think either one of you guys have played it. Uh, am I correct, Clint? That is correct, sir. Vance, you haven't played it either? That would be no, that's not a multiplayer not, game. I have not. <laughs> I have not played it. <laughs> okay. So, um, open world zombie game. Because we don't have enough zombie games in the world. So let's jump into the review. First one up Dual Shockers. All right. We'll start with Dual Shockers. Dual Shockers gives it a 90. There's no doubt about it. Dying Light 2 Stay Human is a sequel of epic proportions. Everything fans loved about the original title is still very much present. But now with a bigger story, new features, and a vast open world filled with areas to explore and loot. Okay. That's a 90. That's a pretty good good, uh, grade there. So as to, as uh, Tony reads these reviews, I'm going to point out my uh, <clears throat> my listening skills. So when I hear the word loot, that makes me a little nervous. Loot goes hand in hand with with grind. That is true normally, but is this uh, dynamic loot, or is it uh, you know is it always changing, or is the uh, does the loot maintain the same? Like you just have to go to this place and get one thing. And so in the original game, it, it, it's progressive, you know, like you're going to go, you're going to do side quests um, and you're going to start off with like some really crappy, like machete that breaks after you hit like three zombies with it. Right. Um, so you're going to find a upgraded machete that does more damage or has more durability. And then you're going to be able to find stuff to reinforce the machete. Right. And then after you, uh, upgrade that machete. Oh, look, there's a baseball bat that you can add spikes to and you can add metal plating to. And, you know, you're going to find weapons out in the world that you can progressively either find a better version of that's going to have stats to it, or you can upgrade via mods or, you know, add ons and stuff like that. Uh, because as you go deeper, the quests are going to send you deeper and deeper into a more hostile world with more deadly enemies. So you're going to need better gear uh, to progress, to go into those areas because you're trying to progress the story, uh, you know, in the campaign. So in order to do that, you're going to have to improve your character along the way. Uh, Obviously, just like any old open world game, you're going, you can just focus on the campaign and try and push through it. Um, as quickly as possible, or you can take your time and explore the different factions. There's usually different factions and they can give you like different, you know, items like uh, different uh, weapons, uh, upgraded weapons or different types of weapons or or armor and stuff like that. Um, 
so I don't know exactly uh, all what's entailed with this particular game. I'm just repeating what the first game was kind of like. Uh, you you were a, a government agent dropped into a country that had been uh, had some come to a uh, plague for the most part that was had turned everybody into zombies, and you go in there and you find survivors and there's a political uh objective that you're trying to do um basically you're i think you're supposed to assassinate somebody i i can't remember but you end up meeting the rebels um and then you help them and you they send you out and you know to help people or bring people back to the safe uh haven and all the while you're trying to progress the story which is to get closer to your target right so in order to do that you have to do all these quests and stuff to help them so they can help you get to the target. So that was the main game. So I'm assuming this is probably pretty similar. You know, I don't know if you'll be a government agent. I haven't really looked into what the storyline may or may not be, but you know, it's an open world zombie game. What made it you kind of unique was like, you know, you had the slow moving zombies that were pretty easy to, get around and there was a lot of parkour in the game like you could scale anything basically um you know jump climb uh, maneuver through the environment pretty freely uh to get away from the zombies uh but at night uh when the when that sun set if you weren't in a safe house you were putting your character at serious risk because at night uh, there was a breed or a species of zombie that would come out and that were super fast, super strong, and they hunted you. Like, so you better have, if you, you were, if you were caught out in the dark, you, know, you better have good gear, good weapons, you know, and a safe house nearby because uh, it was very, very risky. And then, you know, later on in the game, a lot of the missions are sending you out at night. So, that's the original game. So that's that's kind of what you're looking at. Just probably a bigger, better version of something like that. So that's Dying Light 2. So I think they said it's like 500 hours of gameplay. Um, but if you do camp- everything. To do everything. And then like you have like, I don't know. I, I can't remember the hours on the campaign. It was like 20 per campaign or somewhere around there. It's a much, much more reasonable number. Uh yeah, I have went up from um Attack of the Fanboy. Dying Light is a bigger though Dying Light 2 is a bigger and bolder sequel that improves upon the original in every way. Not only does it have one of the most enjoyable traversal systems in any game ever, but it also provides players with inter interesting characters and quests to break up all of the running. And he gave it a ninety. And from The Guardian, if you played a zombie game in the past decade, this mismatch of tattered post-apocalyptic stereotypes will feel all too familiar. 40 out of 100. So they're basically saying it's a old, uh, it's a uh, overused uh, cliche of a game. <laughs> Didn't we talk about that like months ago? That Can we have one game that's not in a post- post-apocalyptic world? Underwater Call of Duty. Where this is, is it? right. Yeah, we got to make it. All right, another one. Uh, Press start. 
Dying Light 2 Stay Human is a solid step up from Dying Light in almost every way. Still, its increased emphasis on storytelling feels entirely misguided to the point where it's worse than Dying Light. Despite this, Dying Light 2 has fantastic traversal, satisfying combat, and some great quest design and variety that makes it Techland's best. Again, another one that uh, is really uh, pumping up the uh, traversal. So we knew that about the original game, that, you know, it was the parkour and it was really, really good. So they kept that, it looks like. And so far it's uh, up or down whether or not the game is actually better than the original or not. That, and that score was uh, an 80 from Press Start. 80, okay. Because yeah, I think that... um. But I guess, like, you know, like, to their, uh, I guess, you know, when they put these games out, you know, of course, they do, like, a, um, a audience poll, like, of their, you know, either geograph or age or whatever. So, if you think about games that came out in the last 10 years, well, the age gap has changed of the original release, even with Modern Warfare 2. So, I think, you know, to what drew your fans in, you try to stay true to that, you know, like, you know, like I said, like, First person shooter. I don't want to be out in space <laughs> trying to play Call of Duty. Like, well, hey, let's add no gravity to it and see how they like that. Like, you no, know, like I don't want to be racing cars and Call of Duty and all the other stuff. So, you know, still, you know, it has to be some type of foundation that the game stick to. So it may look like it's just, you know, putting a a, a new a new paint job on a house, but still to a new player, it's new to them. So you're saying you would you would never buy into an underwater Call of Duty? That's exactly that's, what I'm saying. That's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what Look, that's all I heard. <laughs> Look, people, people, people already don't like the gas mask coming on and off. So imagine I got to shoot somebody, you know, with a with a you know who knows what area the weapons are in with a snorkel. You just <laughs> like I can't see you for all the bubbles from the tank. You know, like it's it's dang near twenty oh, yeah, oxygen tanks in the water. That would definitely be a thing that like, they would do. Like yo, he's right there. Where is thousand bubbles down here? I can't see nobody. You know. <laughs> Oh, watch out for that shark! <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, you know. Oh, what a, that would ID. be an awesome kill streak, though. Yeah, sharks, sharks dude. Sharks, sharks, sharks. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Guess what? I'm gonna stack my little kill streaks and bring out eight piranha. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, shark! Hey, that hey, well, I mean, yeah, hey. we're on land, we got dogs, we're in the oh, water. Oh, Why I not think we shark? almost had them bought in there. Shark kill streak. Shark. Uh oh, Sharknado. Sharknado. Oh my gosh, it would be a combination of Battlefield, you know, where they have the storm. <laughs> Right, right. Imagine Tony, a tor- you underwater need to cyclone. Edit all of this out. This is gold, right. okay? <laughs> I want no. It's staying in. You don't. You can't be robbed of this. All right, you ready for another one? All right, yep, go. Digital trends with a slow plot and uninteresting characters. Dying Light Two, Stay Humans. Few redeeming qualities are what sets apart. Uh, what sets the franchise apart from other zombie games out there? Sixty out of a hundred. From VG247. Dying Light 2 is messy and un- and uneven. It's also unique, exhilarating, and just plain fun to play, with one of the best settings in recent memory. Despite the nagging feeling that the game could and should be more than what it is, 
Techland has made great strides forward with the sequel. But it's clear the future of Dying Light can't be just about making a bigger city to climb around in. The sequel has given the series some good breadth. Now it just needs some proper depth. Okay. So I'm kind of getting like the feeling like everybody thinks that, you know, that it's fun, but it's just not very, like, it's not, uh, you know, it's, it's no, uh, last of us. We'll say it's nothing that it's going to be really memorable. That's kind of the feeling I'm kind of getting. It's like, Oh, it's a fun zombie game with some, with your, with your classic cliched zombie things in it and open world stuff in it, you know, just bigger. So that's kind of what I'm kind of getting from what we're reading. So there's two on uh, Metacritic. There are two reviews that are not scored. And I feel like they're probably the most interesting. Uh, the first one is from Polygon. Dying Light's two, uh, Dying Light's two appeal. Dying Light 2's appeal. There we go. Ultimately, more than a game than story. Uh, more game than story. Perhaps TechLens developers were presented with their own vexing, profoundly consequential choice where they had to choose to save one structural component or the other. If so, they picked correctly. This is a video game after all, and a well-balanced combat system plus exhilarating parkour with effortless uh, contextual moves can save even the weakest story. Vice versa seems impossible. So, not a fan of the story, it seems, but the gameplay, uh, interesting. Right, and that's like again, that seems to be a theme. Everybody has uh, good things to say about the traversal, and the gameplay it's fun uh it doesn't sound like the story is necessarily all that great so you know i don't um i don't know if i'm convinced that i go spend 70 dollars for it day one but definitely uh, it would be something that i would like to play a little bit later probably what do you think clint I want to read one more and then answer your question, if that's okay. This is the other unranked uh, review, and it's from Vice. Uh, so far, it's a game whose core element, exploration, is often engaging, but because much around it is boring, uh, I need the exploration to be more engaging. And this game's feature gating hinders that. Again, maybe that changes by the end, but it sounds like it'll take a long time to get there. And supposedly, that's a selling point. So talk about feature gating. So it seems as though you have to develop and upgrade your character and your abilities before you can fully take advantage of the game's mechanics. And for this reviewer, uh, that was something that they didn't appreciate. Um, as far as if I'm going to play this game, zombie parkour to me feels like that's a parkour game. What was that... Uh, was it like Sunset Overdrive? Was that the name of that game? Yeah. And I think that was on Xbox Game Pass or something. I, I played it very, very little. I, I mean, maybe 10 or 15 minutes of it. I, I thought the game had a big splash when it came out uh, for its authenticity and how it kind of, you know, oh, you fell off the entire thing. Well, that would suck if they made you go start from the bottom. Here, you start where you were. Stuff like that. Like all the things that were bad about video games they had undone. Um 
I don't know. I just I, I didn't really like that style of game. And I think this is pr- probably very different, but shares that um, that parkour, that movement dynamic. It's just never been the part for me that's as interesting. Um, the the movement. Uh, apparently the combat's pretty good, but um, when I watched the trailer for this, it seemed like, I mean, they, they weren't fighting anybody for the most part. They were just running around and, and avoiding people and doing it amazingly, like very uh, awesome movement. I mean, the the way that they were navigating around these huge maps was amazing. I it's, That's not something, I don't want to like, parkour in a video game that's just not my thing so i I, i'm i'm not particularly excited about this game right i mean i i enjoyed it in the first game so and i liked it i beat the first game i i enjoyed it did Um, you platinum it i did not platinum it but i enjoyed it um and the parkour you know there's there's moments in the game where you know you're gonna have stuff chasing after you and the fact that the parkour uh, it's so fluid and stuff. It it makes it exhilarating when as you're trying to escape. Uh, so it does have that positive to it uh, that I think a lot of people enjoy. Vance, I know you're not a big single player game kind of guy, but uh, what do you what do you think? Still not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not. Um, yeah, I think I'm zombied out <laughs> from uh, Back for Blood. Uh. What's the other one? Um, Fire Team. Uh, Tom Clancy's Fire Team. Tom Can- Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are yeah. the worst at that name, dude. Yeah, Tom none Clancy, of us can yeah. remember that. Yeah. Well, that was Aliens. Um, oh yeah, Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> zombie aliens, aliens. aliens. Yeah. Then I played. Uh, what? What I played? I played. Vance uh, just wants to murder some full-on humans. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I was telling uh, Tony, I said, yes, I'm trying to broaden my gaming, my gaming uh, catalog, you know, just to see, you know, like what else is out there, you know, and um, yeah, you know, with Dying Light too, I'm definitely uh, you know, check out some, you know, some 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 twitches, some uh, some some streams, you know, just see, you know, like what it's about, you know, and uh, you know, like as a like a uh, Tony and I was talking, it's it's the company that you play the game with. I mean, just like say a hood. Like worst game we've all played together, but we played together and it's gonna be like just laughable forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, like the hood was bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't <laughs> I don't understand how I could I'm not allowed to just forget that game. <laughs> like like <laughs> But yeah, but dying yeah, but dying like two, man, I think it's going to be um, I think it's gonna be a good game, you know, you know, for the people that are and you know, interested in it, like you said, you see the scores, the scores are average about strong 80, 85. So I think people are, you know, looking for a good game. Um, but you know, we'll see if it if it grabs the attention and hold holds the, the audience's attention. So I have a Tony, if it's all right with you, I have a review that acts as a little bit of a PSA and is uh kind of goes to what we've talked about a little bit. It's by Game uh, Gamers Heroes. It says Dying Light 2 is so close to being great, but it is held back by a myriad of technical issues. It's fine with friends, but wait for some patches if you intend to fly solo. So potentially a, a buggy game in a 
for the for the uh, testers. Even the uh, ninety five uh, a score of ninety five by App Trigger, um, mm-hmm. Dying Light Two Stay Human is the sequel we hoped for uh, and nearly everything Techland promised. There are some technical issues that can affect your quality of gameplay, but I have all faith in Techland to iron those out, possibly even before its official release. This is going to be the game to beat this year. So that's a score of 95, also talking about technical issues. It sounds like a, a way for it sounds like way for a sale. Man, what? <laughs> that's like almost wait for Black Friday sale, you know? Yeah. But I mean it's got yeah. good scores. It's just, you know. Hey, it takes two has a lot of good scores. Have you played it yet? No. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here's another. Uh, it's a score of eighty by Twinfinite. I enjoyed my time with Dying Light Two and found it entertaining. Uh, and found it an entertaining open world experience that I want to keep playing beyond the thirty hours or so I put into the main story. So, thirty hours to do the main story. Still interested in check in, in sticking around. Yeah, so this is what I'm noticing about the reviews. If you look at the section that we're in, it's critic reviews. And it's not that, you know, they're just, you know, they want to, you know, they're doing their job critiquing the game. But also what I just thought about, these are people who have, you know, access to the game. So just like they mentioned E3. So I'm pretty sure they have access to a lot of stuff that we don't. And they're, they're, um, they're playing other games, probably like in a different situation. You know, just a different mindset. You know, you have the casual players and then, like, the players who are looking for this game who really enjoy Dying Light 1, and then the critics who probably play multiple games because that's their job to critique, critique, you know, like, multiple games. Like, so people who are really looking for this game, I, w- I really want to see what their reviews are about it. Yeah, I expect a, a much higher user score than critic score on a game like this. 77 uh overall score from critics i think it's the same way like just we're talking about borderlands as well uh borderlands the pre-sequel pretty garbage game but i can't say that because i'm a borderlands fan right like i have to enjoy it and there's still so many things i enjoy about the game so i would rank that higher than probably either of you or someone else that you know hadn't played it so i think the folks that are excited about it and there's plenty of them from what I can tell are going to probably appreciate the game a lot more than these critics. Yep. I mean, yeah, 86 probably from users. I would agree with that. If, if 77 is a critic average, then 80 to 85, 86, I would guess what fans of the game, fans of the franchise will come in at. Right. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode. Thanks for stopping by and giving us a listen. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcasting app, Apple, iTunes, all the major uh, platforms. We're on them, so be sure to hit subscribe so you'll get our new content. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Send us an email at tonyatgoodtogameradio.com. That's all for now. We'll catch you guys later. Don't stop believing. Oh, yeah. You think we can get Journey? You think we can get the rights to that song for our outro oh, on this yeah. podcast? I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> later, yeah, later.